We'll just go ahead and dismiss the children at this time. For you to turn with me this morning, if you'd like, to Luke chapter 18. I'm going to be reading out of King James. just want to read a portion of Scripture here and just talk about it a little bit and then move on from there to probably what the Lord really has to say to us this morning. But We see here in chapter 18 of Luke, Jesus speaking to his disciples. If you go back to chapter 17 in the latter part of the chapter, you'll see that he was talking to him there. And then in verse eight, or chapter 18, verse 1, he says, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, talking to his disciples. So when I see that, I always think, well, that's me. I'm a disciple. So I want you to kind of think the same way this morning. Jesus is speaking to you this morning as well as to me. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying, There was in a city a judge who feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he, was, he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. We see Jesus speaking to his disciples or to us about the need for prayer. And seeking God's face, continuing to ask, continuing to, in a sense, uh, pester God. (laughs) Uh, And we'll talk about this a little bit later. But he's coming from the, the standpoint of he's talking about an unjust judge who doesn't believe in righteousness. And yet he did the right thing because he was tormented by this woman. And I think what he's getting at here is, you know, if... If a person of the world can be tormented by a person continually asking to the point that they will finally do that which is right, how much more will God who knows what is right do it when we ask and continue to ask? The thing I wanted to concentrate here is on the very last part of verse 8. When the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? And as I began to look at this and I looked through different translations, it talks about will he find faith the same persistent kind of faith that this woman had in continuing to ask for what she needed. You know, so what we're really getting at this morning is persistent faith or continuing of asking. Jesus, when he returns, wants to find faith. And I want you to notice there in verse 8, he says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily, nevertheless, nevertheless, in other words, what he's saying, there's this kind of a warning to us or an exhortation to us, you know. When Jesus comes, will you have this persistent kind of faith? We know that he will hear and he will answer, 
But will we be persistent enough to ask and continue to ask until we receive that which God desires for us to have? You know, talking about faith here in a sense, you know, will Jesus find faith? We know that in Hebrews it talks about that without faith it's impossible to please God. So we know that we need it. We know that we need faith. Um, I was thinking about faith and how Jesus said, you know, it's like a grain of mustard seed. When it's planted, it grows. See, and I think that's what we're seeing here in what Jesus is saying. You know, our faith needs to be growing. You know, when we're first saved, our faith isn't anything like it is 30 or 40 years down the road, or it shouldn't be. You know, it should be growing. We should be able to trust God more today than we did yesterday and the day before that, and so on and so forth. You know, Jesus spoke a parable about talents, and he gave them to his uh, workers or his laborers, his servants. And, he, you know, when he came back, some of them had added to it, and he was very pleased with them for that. And that's what he desires in our lives, is that we would add to our faith more faith. You know, that our faith would grow, that it would mature in Christ Jesus. And, uh, you know, when we get that kind of faith, then we can continue to ask and pursue God and know that the answer is coming. It may not come for a while, but we know that it's coming. You know, I was thinking about faith, and I want to turn to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. I want to just talk about faith here a little bit. It, it, it almost seems to me like there's two aspects of faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I was just thinking about faith, how that, you know, when you're believing for something, you have faith. But when you receive that, the faith begins to grow. You know, that's what really makes our faith grow is when we plant it in God and then something happens that we were hoping for. And yet there's still that faith that is an evidence of things not seen. You know, we're still believing for some things we don't have, but we are also thanking God for the things that we do have that we had faith to believe in. So I've, I was just thinking, it's almost like a two-headed coin, you know, one, two different sides to it. The fact that, you know, through faith we have received some, some things from God and our faith has grown and it causes us to believe for some things that we haven't seen from God yet. Uh, so I want to just kind of throw that out there. You know, I'm, I'm not sure that uh, that's exactly what this is saying, but I was just thinking about it. You know, our faith really comes two ways. You know, what we've already received builds our faith. What we are expecting continues to grow our faith also. I was thinking about faith in prayer. Let's go to Matthew chapter 7. And this is really the main part of what I felt like the Lord was speaking to us today. You know, it's kind of funny to think about our Christian walk in a sense that, uh, you know, we're asking for something that we don't have or, you know, that we really don't even know what we need to someone we really don't see, you know, and expecting an answer. Uh, it's just the way it is with God, and that's really what faith is all about. You know, we're, we're asking someone who we don't see, but we know he's there because of our, you know, prior testing of him and seeing him, you know, reward our faith with the answers that we needed and so on and so forth. But uh, it's just so neat to know that, you know, we can believe even though we don't see. 
And I want to go to chapter 7 of Matthew, verse 7. And I want to kind of just go through this scripture. We've probably read this hundreds of times, you know, about asking, receiving, knocking, uh, or seeking and knocking, excuse me. And uh, I just want to kind of look at this in a little bit different light this morning. So anyway, verse 7, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asks receives, and he that seeks finds, and he that knocks, it shall be opened unto him. Now, in a couple other different translations, it talks about ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. And in all reality, as I began to look at this, really it all comes back to the fact that it's all part of asking. You know, we ask. We begin to seek. We're still asking because we haven't received it. We knock because we still haven't received it. We're still asking. And that's what he kind of goes on here to say. Or what man is there of you whom if he ask, his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? You know, I was just thinking about these two things. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but what is he saying here? He's saying if, a person is asking for food, something that will feed him. You know, are we going to turn them away? No. Well, in the same way, God is not going to turn us away from the necessary things, the spiritual food that we need within our lives. You know, it's not that God is going to give us everything we want. He'll give us those things that are necessary for our spiritual feeding. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, Give good things to them that ask him. Therefore, all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do you even to them, for this is the law and the prophets. You know, in my Bible, this is all part of the same scripture, and I've been kind of thinking about this, you know, what, how does this fit in with the rest? You know, and I was thinking about, well, you know, if, if we know how to give good gifts, doesn't our Father know how to give gifts, good gifts? So if we give good gifts to others, do unto them as we want done unto us, you know, won't it come back to us through the law and purpose of God? But I just want to go on about this asking here. You know, in Matthew 6, it talks about don't be like the heathen and, you know, pray with vain repetitions. So why is God saying to us it's all right to ask and continue to ask? Well, first of all, you know, we've got to know what we're asking for. And I've thought about this, and I, I think sometimes, you know, James says that you have not because you don't ask or you ask amiss. And I think a lot of times we ask amiss of the things that we need. You know, probably we've all been in situations when we really didn't know how to pray. We really didn't know what we needed. You know, and I, I was just thinking about this, and Heather kind of hit it on the head this morning when she was talking about the earth's wisdom. Worldly wisdom. God says that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Who will give to all men liberally. And he won't chide us for asking. And I was thinking about that. Really, when we ask for things of God, are we asking the wrong things? Do we really, what we really need is maybe the wisdom to understand what God's desire is for us. What we really need from God. You know, we might think we know what we need from God. But unless we have God's wisdom on it, we don't. So I'm thinking a lot of times, you know, when we begin to ask and seek and knock, really what we're, God is saying to us is 
seek my wisdom. Ask, ask for my wisdom. Seek for my wisdom. Knock until you have the wisdom that comes from above. Hallelujah. Well, that's right. But we're not to use vain reputations, but God says, you know, to be in earnest and to continue to pray until you have that which you need. The Bible says that every good and perfect gift comes down from God. So, you know, we're talking in here and it says if we know how to give good gifts, how much more does our Father in Heaven know how to give good gifts? The gifts that God gives us are heavenly gifts. Heavenly wisdom, faith, grace, those type of things. But I'm just thinking here and I just want to challenge you. When you get into a place where you feel like you have a need and you want God to answer it, pray for wisdom. And see if God will not you know, open up a, a new idea or a new thought, a heavenly thought, I guess you could say, to what you really need. So often, like I said, we think we know what we need, but we don't. We don't. We don't have the mind of Christ, and that's what we need. We need the wisdom that is from above, which is the mind of Christ. The Bible talks about how that he will, when the Holy Spirit has come, he will lead us into all truth. And then it also says, sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is truth. Or sanctify them through the truth. Thy word is truth. So again, we're going back to the word. The wisdom that God desires to impart to us is in the word. We may ask for wisdom. And then we begin to seek. You know, we can seek within this word, this Bible that we have. And then we begin to knock. The Bible says that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. We can come right into the presence of God. And that doesn't mean we can be arrogant or over-assertive, but we can go knowing that God's desire is to hear from us and His desire is to teach us His wisdom. So I want to just encourage you this morning. First of all, be persistent with your faith. Don't give up when you're asking for things. But also learn to ask for the right things. You know, Now, if you're starving and you need food, I don't think it's wrong to ask for food. But if you don't know exactly what you need, Pray for wisdom. You know, it's the wisdom of God that will lead us into the right things that we truly need. God doesn't give us things that uh, we want. He gives us things that we need. You know, and sometimes he does throw in things that we want because we need them maybe. But uh, I want to just encourage you, you know, seek the wisdom of God. Seek his mind. You know, we, we're all in situations in our daily walk where we need the wisdom of God. And uh, so often... We just kind of push it aside and think, well, I've got this handled, and we go on our own merry way, and it just doesn't work out. So let's seek the wisdom of God. Let's ask, seek, and knock until God has opened and given us that good gift, which is the wisdom that he has for us. Uh, let's just close with that. Hallelujah. Father, I want to just thank you for your word. Lord, that uh, within it, Lord, is contained so much. But Lord, first of all, we need a persistent faith one that continues to push and to seek and to ask and to knock, Lord, for the things that we have need of, Lord, but also that we need to seek your wisdom. Hallelujah. Lord, our thoughts are not your thoughts. Our ways are not your ways, and they need to be. Lord, we need to think as you think. We need to act as you act. We need to do as you do. So, Lord, help us to have the wisdom of God, the mind of Christ, that wisdom which is from above. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you for being with us this day. Just ask, Lord, that uh, your word will touch our hearts and change our lives.
We give you praise, Lord. Uh, just be with us as we go from this place, Lord, that our minds and our hearts would be stayed upon you. Father, Lord, everything that we say and do would honor and glorify your name. Lord, grow your kingdom through us, we ask in your name. Amen. You're dismissed this morning.